another episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. How you doing, Nesma? I'm doing good. Fantastic. Going to do some Maiden covers today. Covers? Yeah. Covers today. We've been getting a lot of emails and requests. Yeah. People sent in a lot of uh, suggestions. We mentioned it, you know, mm. weeks ago, months ago. Yeah. Uh, we ha- Well, we started getting a lot of people requesting us to d- talk about, like, certain bands covering Maiden songs. Yeah. And then we mentioned it, and we got a whole bunch more. So we have a big stack of them here. So there's almost too many to keep track of. Yeah, we'll just go um, through them until we. Yeah, you know. well, we're gonna we're gonna do some covers today, no particular order, but yep. this is just highlights that we've seen. Like I know Facebook, where I'm starting to get more and more intertwined with various uh, Facebook groups. Um, there's all kinds of stuff, uh, remixes, you know, uh, basically like. All kinds of funky videos of like cats playing drums, like <laughs> awesome stuff. But there's a lot of uh, quality cover bands as well. Yeah. Or very legitimate semi-pro, pro bands that do Maiden covers. Right. Yeah. And I think we talked about uh, a few of these before. Like we the first one we're going to get into is uh, Metallica. And we talked about oh, that nice. one before, but we never really talked about it much. We Metallica. just kind of mentioned it. Hey, Metallica. Metallica. Uh, well, keep up with the covers. We'll, 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 we'll keep an eye out for their music. Someday they'll break through. <laughs> um, <laughs> covers. Should we? This is a, a beer that I've had stashed away. Yeah, these look cool. Yeah, it goes back. I've saved this one. This is uh, the official beer of the Women's Film Festival. It says Kitty Vitty Director's know. Cut. Yeah. Okay. Blood <laughs> Orange and Tangerine Sour. St. John's a, International yeah. Women's Film Festival. Yeah. Um, I thought these were two different beers because they both have different labels, but mm. that's cool. I guess they all have, there must be a bunch of different labels for these. Yeah. Cool. Fantastic. Should we crack it? Let's do it. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. Oh, yeah. There we go. Blood Orange and Tangerine Sour. Blood Orange. It's funny. Remember we had like a spree there where we had like a whole bunch of sours sours in a row and then we kind of got off them and now. Now we're back on. (laughs) Mm. That's very strange. It's not very sour, but it's also not very sweet. Mm. That's all right. It's interesting. It's another Kitty Vitty, right? Because we've done a ton of Kitty Vitty. We've done a ton. They're all over the shop now. They're just like busting out good beer after good beer after good beer. This is excellent. I really like this. Oh, beer. this is really good. The more I drink it, this is mm. tasty. Thumbs deadly. up for me. Deadly for me. Double <laughs> deadly. Catchphrase. Well, covers. Mm. Uh, should we just get right in them, or do you want? Uh, well, okay. So, what yes. do you think makes a good cover? Okay, first we'll start off. What is a cover? Yes. So, what makes a cover, and what a makes good a good cover. cover? All right. Well, first off, a cover is anyone that's doing. doing is um, there a dip before step yep. back first because is there a difference between changing it and trying to do it identically like so someone can take a song no i think they're both covers and adapt it's just a cover i think a really good cover you're kind of keeping yeah. the spirit of the original song that's right and maybe putting your own spin on it yeah you know you want to do a little bit to make it your own you know what i mean yeah you gotta you gotta make yeah. it like the metallica one we'll get into exactly. i'm sure they're gonna make it sound like metallica um my take is you want to in some ways make it your own Especially if you've got a well-defined known sound. So yeah. if you're a big band, no one wants to see a big band or a semi-big band, you know, someone that has a known sound, try and be something else. So you kind of have to, but they're, they're less likely anyway to do covers. Otherwise, you kind of want people to be technically as close to them as possible. Like if, if an amateur covers a, a band, it's more about how close they hit it. So I'm kind of conflicted Maybe, on the Maybe, although if you're like a punk mm. band and you bang out some early Maiden song in your own punk version, I think yeah. that could be cool too. 
Oh, fair enough. Like Sloppy. Finnegan's Wake. What was that? Uh, what was that famous Finnegan Wake? Finnegan's Wake cover. I don't know. Dropkick Murphys. Okay. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, first one we're going to get into Metallica. We talked about this once on an episode a long, long time ago. Yes, but we barely mentioned it. Well, we mentioned it. Remember tomorrow. Yeah. This came out on Kerrang! Magazine, had this Maiden Heaven tribute album years ago. Um, and it also came out on the deluxe edition of their latest album. So years back, they did some Misfits covers. One of them was a medley of Last Caress and Green Hell. Mm. So I'm everyone knows I'm a huge Misfits fan. I love Danzig. I love Misfits. No. They did um, Last Caress and Green Hell. And at the end, when the song fades out, they added this to the end. It's not a great cover of uh, Run to the Hills, but it's, yeah. I guess. It's kind it's, of just a joke. I think yeah. they put it there at the end just for a, you know, yeah, so for the, a laugh. But they were fans of Maiden early on, right? Yeah. Um, I saw, it wasn't Heffield, it's, um, what's his, what was his name? Kirk, Kirk Hammond. Hammond? Kirk, Kirk Hammond. Hammond. Uh, Hammond. Yep. Kirk Hammond. Anyway, I can't remember. All I remember is uh, I was reading an article and I saw a picture of him. And Hetfield when they were like kids, like they're like ridiculously ki- young, yeah, with like maiden shirts on. Okay, and yeah. this was like I can't even remember where I saw it. That was a couple of months ago. I was reading an article about how they were really into Maiden and how they were more or less commenting on I think Maiden now, and they were flashing back. There was some some positive thing. We'll have to bring it into some news item in the yep. future. I'll dig it up. But so that's their first known um, cover. When was that? That was Alex from the that. Garage Days, but oh. that. I barely. I don't even really count that yeah. as a cover. That's just kind of a throwaway. The first joke. acknowledgement. This is the tr- first true cover. Yeah. So this is the one I was just talking about from the Kerrang compilation, and then released as on the deluxe edition of their newest album. Unchain the color. Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. They took an awesome, one of my favorite mm. Maiden songs, like Metallica Eyes It. Mm. And it sounds like Metallica, but it's very true to the original. It has the spirit of the original, but it just sounds badass. It's so cool. Have we clipped it on here before? I think we did play I it think we somewhere did. along the way. I can't yeah. remember how that would have popped up. I don't know if I'm being consistent with this or not, but I almost think that's better. <laughs> it might be when we did the song Remember Tomorrow. We might yeah. have played this as a version of it, I think. Mm. I can't remember. It's all a blur. It's all a blur. Hundred and something episodes. That could arguably be better, <laughs> you know. In yeah. Some ways. Well, there'd yeah. be moods when I re- pick this one over the uh, the Iron Maiden version. Yeah. One thing I love about Metallica, and I've fallen back in love with them in the last little while. I'm listening more and more 
It's probably my next, you know, jump on, start wild albums again, uh, band. But um, I have to say they have such a distinct sound. Like it's so, I don't know. It's so it's so interesting. Like Metallica just does not overlap with anyone, and at least in my mind, there's a lot of bands that came up through that thrash scene when they came up that kind of sound the same. Yeah. But Metallica kind of branched off and did, you know, I mean, after Kill 'Em All. Hmm. They kind of went off in their own direction. I just read a book called Enter Night. It's like the biography of Metallica. Yeah. And they talk a, lo- a lot about like the scene that they're on at the time. Yeah. But yeah, they kind of do have their own thing on the go. Which I they do. And they, and they went so mainstream, but they didn't do it by selling out metal. Like, yeah. You know. A lot of people, too. I hate this. Like People are always like, oh, the Black Album, Metallica were sellouts, and they were good up till then. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Do you want to keep – do you want them to like keep rehashing the whole same thing over and over again? No. Like, if they did, everyone would be like, oh, you're just trying to do Master of Puppets again. Yeah. But then if you do something different, you're like, oh, you turned your back on your sound. You know what I mean? And also, Metallica now, yeah. like, that newest album I thought was awesome. And, I don't know, they kind of have this, like, career trajectory with the, where their sound changes a lot and it kind of goes in different directions. Yeah. But at the same time, like, when you start off and you're a bunch of teenagers and you write, like, hit the lights. mm I don't expect you to keep writing that until you're in your, like, 50s. You know what I mean? When you're in your 50s, I don't want to hear you writing that anymore. Yeah. I mean, I do if that's what you're into, but I I don't think you're going to be playing music for, like, 30 or 40 years and then not change your sound. So, I don't know. I don't know why people give them a... Yeah. Now, it's it's funny you mentioned that the Black Album was selling out. I mean, for me, that was uh, probably the most well-known Metallica album back when I was into it. But I was definitely the most well-known Black or Metallica album. Yeah. Um, Enter Sandman was the biggest hit, I guess, yeah. ever. And um, that's where they went from being like a big metal band to yeah. being like just a big band, period. A massive band, yeah. yeah. I remember that video it was so huge, too. It was the right time for everything. Yeah. Um, but I, I still stayed like a master puppet slash ride lightning, but I love the Black Album. I did, yeah, I did too, I didn't and I feel, still do. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I remember I was the guy going around going, like, Oh, if you like that, listen to this. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I was doing that to everybody. Well, it's like that with Maiden, too. Like, mm. Maiden has that sounds changed. Well, we've gone through so many albums and you look at their Diano stuff and yeah. how they changed and got into the Blaze stuff and then the post reunion stuff and it, like I feel the same way like Maiden you know they basically they grew up from like being kids to being like older 50, 60 year old men yeah playing music you can't expect them to keep the same sound no they go through they. so much and the times change and I don't know yeah so well, stuff evolves. That's amazing. What a tribute, though, eh? Yeah, what an awesome They uh, put the energy into that. They yeah. obviously love Maiden. Yeah. You know? The guitar solo in the middle of that, too, is... Yeah. It's cool, because in the original song, Remember Tomorrow, it's got that slow part, and then it goes into that faster guitar solo, the like, crazy part. Yeah. And when Metallica does it, they do the same thing, but they do it completely different, yeah. and it just, like, kicks ass. Here, I'll play a, a clip of the actual solo from this. You know what I mean? It sounds like yeah. it doesn't sound at all like the original. No, it sounds like Metallica. Yeah, but it's still it's cool. And then they come out of that right back into the Remember Tomorrow. It's a deadly part. cover. Cool. That one we both give thumbs up. Man, you know what? I think we might end up doing a whole bunch of these episodes. We should because we have. I have like a, we're never going to get through the stack of uh, 
covered here. One in. <laughs> I, and I, I didn't even go through half the emails that we got from people where they requested songs for us to go over. We've gotten some great, great emails lately. Um, I'm pouring up some more of this beer. Okay. Hot take. Hot okay. take. Hear it. They should sell the Kitty Bitty Film Fest beer at a Metallica concert. Okay. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> the next Iron Maiden cover. This one's a little different. It's submitted by a listener. It was in the list of songs that were submitted to us. I did not write down the person's name. <laughs> I can't remember who submitted oh, no. this one. This one came in by email uh, a long time ago, over a year ago, and I put it in the list. Oh, um, they've been waiting this I whole bookmarked time. It. Nesbitt is the worst. It's, the band is called Psychrints, and the song is Caught Somewhere in Time. So they're like a, I looked them up. They're a melodic heavy metal band. They're from Athens, Greece. Mm. Um, I think this is like a perfect example of putting your own spin on a song, but keeping the original spirit of the song. So they kind of put their own spin on the intro, and then it kind of goes into the song. I'll just play it now, and then we'll talk about it. cool hey they yeah. did their own like spin on it it, it had that same sound that somewhere in time sound yeah it's very like processed keyboardy synthy it's fantastic yeah, it's pretty cool who's that again psychrints they're called they're from athens oh, greece no way and and sent in by an anonymous slime <laughs> listener who we love and will thank and if you and if you send me an email i will ride nesbit about yeah. it i have a whole list of songs here yeah. that are maiden covers, and I didn't write down who sent in any of them. <laughs> oh, no. So sorry if I don't uh, I yeah. show up. Next episode, we will. Well, well, you know what? We'll be consistent and not mention anyone. Okay. There you go. <laughs> no, sh- This is the shout-out for you podcast. Oh, we're the worst. So this, I think this one really works. Yeah. Because of the era of Maiden, when they kind of, like, have that synthy sound, it's, it just fits for, like, the Somewhere in Time era Maiden sound. The vocals on this, I think, are pretty great, too.
That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. The, the yeah. chorus is a bit heavier. Yeah. The rest of it, it sounds a little less heavy because they add a lot more keyboards. Yeah. But it works because it's somewhere in time, right? Yeah. It's that era of me. Something about it that feels different to me. I can't put my yeah. finger on it. Yeah. But it's, very, it's yeah. cool. They put their own spin on it. Uh, yeah. I'd give this one a, a thumbs up too. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's like, pretty cool. Yeah, Thank I'm... you, whoever sent this in that I forgot to write that's your name. It's fantastic. Um, I checked out their original stuff. They have an album called A Frail Deception, this mm. band. Uh, it sounds like it might be pretty good, might be promising. But I didn't really check them out. I'm, they're on my list of bands to like dig in and might be good. Jesus, Nesbitt, how about dedicating? How about dedicating some time to music? Huh? Too busy get, listening to Iron Maiden all the time. Yeah, constantly. <laughs> He's like, I've been like, hey, maybe you should cut your forty-minute version <laughs> of Talisman down to thirty minutes, so we can get some actual work done here. So next one is also sent in by someone that I didn't write their name down. I forget, but it's Testament doing Power Slave. Yeah, um, I'll play it and then we'll talk about it. Queen is the cat's eye that glows in this pretty cool it's a crunchier version it's kind of uh yeah I, I don't know i love i love the drumming yeah um yeah way I, heavier yeah i can't i don't know what's going on with his vocals there i mean i'll hear it that yeah time. well it's not bruce's testament right so yeah that's but i mean yeah you know he could have it sounds to me like so testament tell me about him first before i looked I this up and i have a quote from testament yeah. the guitarist eric peterson and he says it sounds very close to the maiden version but it's got that extra tightness and crunchiness to it Extra tightness. Yeah. It's way more tight. <laughs> Extra tight. Um, why doesn't he just do a Paul song? I mean, it seems to me like he's built for that. I guess they just love the song. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not expecting anyone to do a Maiden song and like replicate Bruce's voice. I mean, some no. people can if you are if you can. But uh, just because you can't sing like Bruce, I don't think that should exclude you from doing a Maiden cover. I think they do an okay Yeah, version. but I mean, then, then do your own take on the vocals. I mean, I guess they did that, but the yeah. reverb or whatever that is. Yeah, there's a lot of reverb. And, and, yeah. yeah. I think maybe double-tracked vocals with reverb. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, that's Testament. Yeah, Testament, American thrash band. They're always one of the... Because you always hear about, like, Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, and Anthrax. Mm. But then te- there's always this, like, second tier, I guess I would call them, of, like, where I put Testament. They were never quite as big as those bands. Yeah. But they're around the same time in the same scene. The only album I know is Practice What You Preach. Uh, one of my friends used to have that on cassette, and we listened, listened to it one summer. Oh, cool. Yeah. But awesome. I never really got into it. I just, But I kind of recognized some of the songs if I heard them, but I've never yeah. owned a Testament album. But I thought it was a pretty cool... Uh, when you hear it like that, you realize how how cool Power Slave is. Is like a metal metal song concept. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's such a great metal song, Power Slave. And I mean, the, the riff, no matter who plays the riff, it sounds awesome. Like this riff. Like, 
Like, that's just a classic riff. Oh, you can't. It doesn't matter who plays it. No. It's awesome. Yeah, I love Power Slave. And I think the Power Slave, the, the song Power Slave, was almost lost. Yeah, during I know. Mission to Airy when. Uh, yes, the tape <laughs> almost yeah, got the destroyed. The tape almost got destroyed by getting us. It would have come back. I'm sure Bruce probably would have yeah. had that one in his head somewhere. But you never yeah. know. Next one is one that someone sent you on Facebook. Oh, yes. Right. Uh, Facebook. We got a lot of covers, actually, on Facebook. Right. I haven't done them justice yet. I'm going to – one of these days, Nesbitt, I'm going to get Facebook in order. I promise. Right. But, uh, yeah. Now, you see, I remember his name. Okay. Uh, because I'm not like you. I'm not just <laughs> – I'm a people person, damn it. Uh, <laughs> I'm a people person, damn it. Uh, Robert C. Rivers. Okay. You see, Nesbitt – you deep dive on Maiden, but I'm here. I'm middle initialing. I'm going. I'm going deep on 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 our listeners. Right? He said he sent us a bunch of stuff. Actually, this Children of the Beast group. He sent us Rat Child right. in the past, but uh, this one, Empire of the Clouds. Yes, right. So this is. I looked them up. Children of the Beast mm. says they're the official Iron Maiden tribute band of Brazil, which mm. I'm not sure what that means. Official. Yeah, I don't know if they just. I don't know if they're endorsed by the band. Is that what official means? I don't know what it means. Endorsed by Brazil. Formed in 1993, performed over 1,200 shows, performed with Blaze Bailey and Paul Diano. I saw pictures from their show. They have, like, the full backdrops. They have, like, a five-meter tall Eddie that walks on stage. They're, like, a full-on, huge-scale Maiden Tribute band. Yeah. Um, You sent me the link to this, and I listened to it. I mean, when I heard this... I didn't know what to think. <laughs> it's, it's this is a pretty crazy version. To ride a stone to an empire of the clouds. To ride a stone, they climb above the silver ghost. To ride a stone to a kingdom that will. That's creepy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I heard it and I was like, yeah. is this the studio track? Yeah. And then I actually listened to it and you can, you can tell a little bit, like the instrumentation is a little bit different. Yeah. This is a live version of them performing live with an orchestra, mm. this cover band or this tribute band. Yeah. It blew my mind how much they sound it's like. It's amazing. And the, the video quality, like I shared it on Facebook. I okay. Think, I think I did. I don't know who can see <laughs> what on there. Facebook's way too complicated. It's right on away. YouTube. Children yeah. of the Beast. Empire of the Clouds. And go watch it. It's nuts, man. It's unreal. There's unreal, uh, amazing orchestra. Um, Although, you know, obviously the the, um, album version, the the Maiden version, the original Empire of the Clouds, has... uh, has a lot of uh, orchestra behind it. I don't know who did that. I think it's all... I don't think any of it's, like, real orchestra. I think it's... It's, Is it pieced together? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we we broke that down now so long ago. But... um, I don't think it outshines it. I just, when you see them recreate it, you realize. Yeah. Well, it's crazy because Maiden will never play the song live. No. And to see a band playing this live and it sounds just like it, it's pretty crazy. I looked it up. uh, I looked up the guys in the band. Sergio Faga, I think is the name Mm. of the singer. Yes. It sounds exactly like Bruce Dickinson. He's unreal. These guys are are amazing. Yeah. But here's one hot take. Okay. One hot take. It's probably going to be the same take that I have. We'll see now. Oh, we'll see. Well, first off, 
is that guy Brazilian? Because if that is his, this is not my take, but if that is his accent singing Bruce, this guy's amazing. Yeah, he sounds exactly yeah, like Bruce. Yeah, he sounds perfect. Yeah, he pronounces everything perfectly. Too. My take is they're so good. I looked at it. As soon as I saw them, I was like, oh, my God, they're technically perfect. They're like typical, like classical musicians. And yeah. then I realized, wow, Iron Maiden do all that and also like put on a show because they were like very reserved. You know what I mean? In the well, video. I mean, if you're an orchestra yeah. on a stage, you can't can be, be jumping, like, around. jumping around having pyro and stuff. When but the lead singer their... specifically, I thought, like, they were singing it like it was a perfection piece, which you yeah. can take two ways. You can say, oh, they're not jazzing up. It's boring. That's not what I'm trying to say. What yeah. I'm trying to say is you can see that they're just, like, really high-quality musicians who are focused on getting it right. It's just yeah. a really interesting idea. But I also think when you get a whole orchestra on stage with you to play a song, you mm. don't want to – you really want to, like, nail it. Right. You don't want to be like, oh, we got to do it again. We got to do it again because we, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's that. It's a huge production. Yes. My only okay. This is my take on the song. Your take, Nesbitt's take. Everyone, just so second, that... a drum roll, please. <laughs> do a little splash. So this is a live version. Yes. It sounds exactly like Maiden yes. on the album. Maiden will never play the song live. Yes. If I had a chance, I would see this live in a second, and and I'd be blown away. Mm. Um, I would never listen to a recording of this because I could just listen to the one on the album that sounds exactly the same. That's actually Maiden. Oh, there's no good. spin put on it. Too good. It's a clone of Maiden. Yeah. Which, when you're seeing it live and they're a Maiden tribute band, is the whole point, right? If you're a Maiden yeah. tribute, you want to be Iron Maiden, and they recreate it perfectly. Mm. But if it's that close, I would never just listen to it. I would go in a second to see these guys. I'd probably travel to see these guys live. Yeah. Like these guys are insanely good. So this is where – well, because you have the studio album, yeah. this is what classical music is, is music that's been passed down that they play on old instruments because the truth is, like, there is no recording of Mozart. It didn't exist. Yeah. You couldn't record it Yeah, live then. music that's was so interesting. Yeah. That's what's classic music so great. And I had an excellent conversation with a good friend of mine who went on to do, like, uh, he became a classic pianist. And uh, – he would describe to me, he would say, there's different ways to play the same pieces. Like, and, you know, obviously I'm butchering the explanation, but I was thinking of, you know, different types of instruments and different types of tempos and things that you could work within the guidelines of the music. But he was like, no, there's also inflections and emotions that you can add. So there's like all these dimensions. So different people interpret it differently. So when you collect Mozart, you know, which I've started to do a fair bit, um, you're, you're collecting different um, you know, basically composers takes on certain pieces. And, you know, there's all these interesting There's a good book I read yeah. about this. Uh David Byrne, do you know who he is from the Talking Heads? No. He wrote a book called How Music Works. And there's a big chunk in that book about like how when music started. Like people bought sheet music. Yeah. You couldn't buy CDs or vinyl or anything because like basically live music was all the music there was. So someone played music for you and then, you know, when they when they left town, you're like, okay, no more music now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that's right. Mean? It's so weird to think about. Yeah, because I, I listen to music like ninety percent of the time. I'm awake. I have music on in the background. As soon as, as soon as you said how music works, I just pictured this guy going up to him with like a book and in a bar, and he's just like a miserable sixty year old guy, <laughs> and he's smoking a cigarette, and the guy's like, "Hey, sir, can you can you sign my book? You really changed the way my, how music worked for me." And he just looks at him and goes, "You learn to play guitar, you get laid. Now leave me alone, punk." <laughs> <laughs> how music works <laughs> but it's, there's a lot of cool stuff in, the, in that book it's interesting if you're into like it's a bunch of like collected yeah. essays about 
music. And that's one of the things is he's talking about that. Yeah. But I know what you mean with like classical music. Mm. But this, I don't know, this isn't like, a t- this is a, a clone of Iron Maiden. Yeah. Which is great. And live is great because Maiden would never see this live. Yeah. They're probably the best Maiden tribute I've ever heard. And this is amazing. Here, let me just play uh, more of this song so you can hear the uh, the guy's voice. some differences in there now that I hear it. Like, Amazing. It is, they, they put a little bit of their own yeah. sound on it where it's a live version. Do you know what's funny about this? When he sent that to me, it was a while back now, a long time ago, um, but I pulled it up on the iPad and I watched it and I got, I started getting into it and I was like, oh, this can't be the same. And I started listening to like the actual one on my phone. I was like, something's missing. I was like, oh my God, this looked dead on. Like, I don't know why. It was just because I was looking on Facebook and they were just sitting there and I had it, you know, full screened and it was awesome. Quality's amazing. So then I went back and I was listening again. And my girlfriend, she came in, she was like, what's this? And I was like, oh, you got to see this. These guys are awesome. Like, this is my favorite, one of my favorite songs from the album. Remember, it was my favorite song. It yeah. still probably is. I mean, it's not, it's, it is, it is what it is. And part of the class, yeah. this big, long, yeah. you know. I don't even, I almost don't count it. I, yeah. Interrupting you, but I don't, no. almost don't count it as part of the album. That's I treat fine. it as its own thing. That's like, it's yeah. like they include this bonus EP with the album. That's how I look at it with the Book of Souls album. Fair enough. I don't know why. And it was so big, yeah. and that's fine. Uh, I love it. I listen to it all the time. When um, oh, when Record Day came, I went and got the single. Yeah. I got yeah. us both a copy of that. I was happy to do that. Yeah. And then uh, cool the cover is deadly, yeah. right? So I've always loved this tune. Yeah. So I'm watching it. She's like, wow, what's this about? And I'm telling her about the R101. And then she says, uh, she's like, well, you know, I've never heard of this. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. But, you know, the Hindenburg, she was like, no, I've never heard of that. Oh, really? I was like, I was like well, <laughs> oh, that's a well-known one. Yeah. Like, that was one of the first, and we talked about it on the podcast, it was yeah. like one of the first examples of a crash being caught on footage. Yeah. So we finished this up, then we watched a documentary on the Hindenburg, and then the last survivors and their documentations, and like guys that were like working on the ground trying to land it, and that were running away, and the shearing, he- searing heat, yeah. and people that just like tripped up. And, like, the guy's describing it. He's like, one of our friends, he was a portly man, and he couldn't keep up, and he tripped up in the train tracks, and he, he never made it. And, like, they were just, like, so factual. It was really something. Anyway, all this happened. And then the Hindenburg, from our discussion before, had steel from the R-101. So That's it's like, right, yeah. And all t- not just they're both airships. Yeah. But, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Funny. So this, not only is this an awesome cover band that did an amazing version because, like, when you watch that, you're like, that yeah. was not their first take. Oh, yeah. They spent a lot of time. Oh, yeah. They rehearsed it to pieces. It also brought back the whole history piece. Oh, yeah. You know, got me in a web spiral. Well, it's funny because since we did, you mm. know what? I've probably never listened to the song once since we did The Book of Souls, and that yeah. was over a year ago. Like, probably, I never really? listened to the song. Fair never. enough. Never. And then I heard it, and I was like, oh, yeah, this song is awesome. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I just know. never do. 
Although I haven't listened to I love it with the, the, the inconspicuous part like that's one of my favorite yeah. dun, dun. it's yeah. like you know it's a be- perfect background for well, like this guy's a movie. voice is insane yeah. everyone in the band's awesome I'll play a clip of the guitar playing too cuz yeah. they're just amazing too Everything about this band's awesome. They have yeah. a website, ironmaidencover.com.br. So Iron Maiden Cover, one word, dot com, dot br. Yeah. Cool. Children of the Beast. Yeah. From Brazil. I love it. Anyway, that's cool. That was a cool find. That, yeah. Who was it that sent it in? My good mate, Robert C. Rivers. Okay. <laughs> Nesbitt, uh, you know what, though? Empire of the Class, 18 minutes. Yep. What would be awesome? Well, first off, there's got to be something classic that you could put that to. That would line perfectly like the, you know, uh, what was it, Dark Side of the Moon album? Oh, like right? some kind of 18 yeah. minute short film? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Or even better one. Um, all this might not be up, up, like take a wedding video and like pick the few pauses, but then like speed everyone up in between and then like have the moments where it's just like the music's happening over it. Know what we should start doing? What? Picking random classic movies. Yes. And seeing if they sync up with Maiden albums. <laughs> oh, man, that's a good episode. If anyone has an idea. If I could find one, I'd, oh, I'd man. blow everyone's mind. Like, hey, everyone, did you know that if you play Power Slave with... Oh, my God. Some, I don't know. I am Blaze Bailey. You're listening to Talking Maiden, the podcast of the beast. Possibly the best podcast in the world. You know how everyone uh, talks about Book Souls being their longest album? Yes. If you take Empire of the Clouds out. Yes. Final Frontier is a longer album. Really? Yeah. Is that, known is fact. That, is that if you add in your 40-minute talisman? <laughs> no, no. That's a little known fact. Anyway, yeah. next cover. Yeah. Um, this one is by Zwan. Z-W-A-N. So Billy Corgan yeah. from Smashing Pumpkins had a band yeah. named Zwan. But yeah. this is not that band. No. I think it's Diali's one. I okay. couldn't find much about him anywhere on the internet. Okay. Um, so I don't really know anything about him. If anyone knows, email us. Um, he does a cover of Number of the Beast. It's very different. This one totally works for me for some reason.
I'm surprised that Billy Corgan's not involved in that. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, that's got a very Smash Up Complex spin off acoustic vibe. Oh, you think? Yeah. Okay. I'm not Pisces, that familiar with Pisces uh... Iscariot, There's the B side album. Oh, okay. I'm not very uh, familiar with Smashing Pumpkins. Unfortunately, I wasted a couple of years on them when I was in high school. I thought they had some good songs. Yeah. You know, like it's not rock. like I was getting laid. <laughs> I had nothing to distract me. I don't understand why I'm not getting laid all the time. I'm just going to listen to more Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I do really love the, the band, but, uh, you know. Then I got into Metallica and Metal. And oh, yeah. It's been up from there. I think this is cool because they're putting their own spin on it. It still has this very evil sound to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has this, like, dark, like, swampy blues, evil vibe going on. It reminds me of Danzig 2. That Danzig's really? second album has a lot of this, like, bluesy evil stuff on it. And because of the song is, like, the number of the beast, Yeah, I, this one works for me for some reason. I really like it. Play the vocal skim for a minute. I have the fire I have the force I have the power to make my evil take its course So I think you just fell for the John Mayer there. I think you got a little into the mood. You got a little excited. I'm not sure I even know who John Mayer is, to be honest. That sounds like a... Is he the guy that did Your Body the Wonderland? Is that John yes, Mayer? Yes, okay, that's exactly it. Okay. Your 666 is a beastie <laughs> land. Like, no, this sounds like evil to me. I think yeah. it sounds pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess any one of his ex-girlfriends would say he is evil. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I have another acoustic-y cover yeah. of a Maiden song. Uh, I'll play this one too and we'll talk about it. Too much time on my hands. I got you on my mind. I can't ease the pain so easily. And when you can't find the words to say, it's hard to make it through another day. And it makes me want to cry. I throw my hands up to the sky and so. Understand. Don't waste your time always searching for those wasted years. Face up, make your stand, and realize you're living in the golden years. Wow, that one does not do it for me. I love that one. Really? Yes. The one before this seemed kind of badass and like. This seems like just kind of like a wussified version of an it's Iron Maiden song. That actually is a great wasted years. Like I, I think that's a, a cool take <sighs> on know. it. That's one of those you could jam into the wedding reception. True, I you suppose. Know. But uh, I read a review of yeah. this where someone described it as neutered, and I was like, "That's the perfect neutered. word to describe it." Yeah, no, it's that's just a, like that's it a has fair no point. edge. Like it's Maiden. Mm. He that's ha- not least, Maiden. Least, that's a Maiden song. It's a Maiden song. song. <laughs> yes. But at least, like, have some sort of, like, 
edge to it. This is yeah. like completely like a softened. I don't but know. the first one had no edge. The first, the first one, one sounded like John. The only neuters in that one was, like was swampy blues. No, the first one was totally like John. The first Mayer, one was swampy, evil crap. sounding blues. This one sounds like uh, I don't know. I would disagree. I thought like when he was going there. Do you know what though? Both of those tracks. Each time I was like, oh, I wish I would give the pay hair the original right now. <laughs> yeah, you know what I, know. I mean? Like you know, sometimes we're just sitting there drinking beers, listening to covers. And I'm like, oh, frig, just crank some maiden right now, <laughs> dying. Because I don't know that one. Just yeah, it didn't do it for me, man. It's uh. Man, that one's too uh, soft, man. They went too soft. That, but that, that was Ryan Adams. But wouldn't wouldn't that be a great sign to play like a funeral? Just slip that in there and you'd wait it beyond and you'd, you'd hear it and you'd the be like of the beast. So, you wouldn't even pay attention. I'd be looking over at you and be like, That's been that wasted years. <laughs> like totally worth it. I guess it would be okay for sneaking maiden into things yeah. where you wouldn't normally get away with playing maiden. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know anything about Ryan Adams? I don't know anything about Ryan Adams. Ryan Adams. Not Brian Adams, the Canadian Ryan uh, Adams. This is Ryan Adams. <laughs> Ryan Adams, the American knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? The summer of 68. <laughs> what, 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 68 and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that one, the Ryan Adams one, didn't do it for me the way like the Zwan one did. Yeah. This one, I'm pretty sure. Wait now, wait now. There's a Ryan Ad- Brian Adams version? No. Oh. Ryan Adams. Oh, Ryan Adams. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said it didn't do it the way that the Brian... Biden no, went. okay. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that, that, like, neither of those two ones yeah. rocked. No. They're interesting to listen to. I like the first one. You like both of them. I didn't really yeah. like the second one. This one, I don't think there's any debate that this one rocks. He's a character. Yeah, he was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's sad to see him gone. Yeah. You know, like Motorhead is a is a group I've tried to listen to. Uh, you know, I had like a list built and I'm just they're just not I don't know, maybe I haven't I haven't spent enough time. But I'd love to get into them. Like one of my best oh, buds over in awesome, Ireland loves them to pieces. Yeah. But I, he's such a loss, eh? So they must be done now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but don't let me there's no motorhead. Oh. This isn't actually motorhead. This is from Numbers from the Beast, an all star salute to Iron Maiden from Came out in 2005. Yeah. It's Lemmy Kilmeister on vocals. On bass, it's Chuck Wright from Quiet Riot. Phil Campbell on guitar. He is from Motorhead. Yeah. Rocky George from Suicidal Tendencies on guitar. And Chris Slade, he played with ACDC. Yeah. He's on drums. Um, this version's awesome. I, listen, yeah. I actually listen to this one all the time. We talked about this on the podcast yeah. a long time ago, like yeah. way back. I think we're in the... Yeah. He's, I, I barely know anything about him, but everything I've ever encountered makes me think he's just the coolest person ever. Oh, yeah, he's super cool. He's, he's like the most down to earth yeah. rock star. He's of down all time. to earth, but also super badass. Oh, yeah, he's, he's the just, most badass yeah, guy in rock and roll. He's just like, 
he's the kind of guy to be like, hey, look, you you know, you got this type of cancer. You just have to take this pill. He'd be like, F off. I'm just yeah. drinking this whiskey. <laughs> I'm just having a dart and I'm going to play music till I Did die. Did you watch that Lemmy documentary? No. Oh, my God. Uh, you got to watch it. Watch it. Uh, it'll just turn you into the biggest Motorhead fan ever, won't it? He'll be the biggest Lemmy fan ever after oh, you watch it. It's so great. It you kills me it. that he died. I have it. I'll give you a copy of it. Yeah. All I know is like a few things that I've told this story about. Yeah. Uh, so the guy that yeah. made the Lemmy documentary, yeah. they're making a documentary on Paul Diano now. Interesting. Which means that this, like, Paul Diano documentary, if it's they, anything like this Lemmy one, is going to be amazing. Really? Paul Diano is the perfect, perfect person to make a documentary about. Really? Well, It'll be sad, like, won't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> totally <laughs> disastrous. But not only that, like, Paul will think it's, you know. But his life was just this, like, roller coaster ride of craziness. Yeah, right? but Lemmy's was too, but it was in the spotlight and success and yeah. great albums and ups and downs for the band. But, I mean. Yeah, it's like if Lemmy, after the first couple of Motorhead albums, kind of. Yeah. It's like a, you broke know. Broke up and then, yeah. you know. Or after, if it's like Lemmy, if he was in Hawkwind and then he never started Motorhead and just kind of, like, fizzled into whatever. Yeah. And he is awesome, eh? Yeah, the solo in the song I'm going to play too. The solo in this is great. pretty awesome that's amazing yeah so that one we both give a thumbs up to mm. um, there's no debate in that stuff i remember last time we talked about this you accidentally called lemmy kilmister lenny kilmister oh, yeah. and we got an angry email from someone did we said it's lenny not lemmy oh i know or it's lemmy not lenny no yeah. i'm gonna get one now <laughs> oh i get them i get it backwards all the time but i mean you know i'm not a dire fan yeah. of a, like that's literally one of my funny. best friends in ireland <laughs> he's coated in motorhead tattoos and, oh yeah and you know he he was like, you had to listen. And I just listened to a bunch of it. And I was like, you know, I, I started tracking, you know, Lemmy. And, uh, you know, anyway, uh, but it never took for me. I just, uh, I don't know a lot about it. And if so you want to get, never took for me. if you want to get into Motorhead. Yes. You know the song Ace of Spades. Yes. I just get that. the album Ace of Spades and listen to it yeah. like over and over again. Yeah. And, I love, and by the yeah. third time through, you'll be like, this is all awesome. It's all awesome, yeah. yeah. Ace of Spades. Love yeah. Me Like a Reptile is my favorite yeah. Motorhead song. You love it, it's eh? awesome. Yeah. So, good for Lenny slash Lemmy. <laughs> Lenny. Way to go, yeah. Lenny. Yeah. Uh, the next song, we'll go through these ones a bit quicker because we have a big pile of them here. Yeah. I want to get through a few more. Um, this next one is Devil Driver. Yeah. And they're doing Wasted Years. So, Devil Driver are a pretty big metal band. They've been around. They're Californian. Been around since the early 2000s. Mm. I worked with a guy named John who loved uh, Devil Driver. Yeah. And that's how I kind of heard of them. They're a bit heavy for me. Someone sent me this version, and uh, I'll play it now and we can talk about it. Seven seas 
very heavy. Yeah. It's kind of cool. The vocals, I'm not a big fan of. Like, Devil Driver are very, like, this is very light for a Devil Driver song based on what I've heard. Like, they're usually way heavier than this. Um, I think if you're into that kind of music, this would be a really good cover. It doesn't really do it for me. The vocals kind of turn me off. Yeah. But it is cool that they're doing, their, like, remember we talked about Testament kind of did their own version and they kind of made it sound like them? Yeah. Like, this is them making the song their own. And they do a good yeah. version. It's a very tight version. Yeah. So, it's, I don't know, it's pretty cool. It's not, I don't think I like it. Yeah. But if you're a Devil Driver fan, I think you would love this. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the band. I, I love yeah. that. I got to say, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Vocals, for me, when it comes to these, like, screamy vocals, yeah. when they get too heavy, it turns me off. I'm not, like, into that kind of metal that much. But uh, yeah, it's mm. pretty – I think they did They did a really good job. Yeah. I don't know if it's better than that acoustic uh, cover. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, polar opposites. Yeah, I know. It's the exact opposite. Can you imagine two of them getting together? Maybe, like, doing a duet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a wasted years. <laughs> Another one, we're going to go through some quick ones now. Machine Head, Hallowed Be Thy Name. Ooh. So this is the early 90s. Um, or they're from the early, they started Le- A lesser 90s. known track, Hallowed Be Thy Name. <laughs> was that number one overall on our maiden poll back in the day we did? It was, yeah. I think yes. it was the number the one. The number one song. Is this the number one cover? Let's do it. Pretty cool. Wow. Faithful to the Maiden version. Wow. The vocals have a bit of a harsher edge to them, but it really works. It's cool. Put Just makes me realize it. how good that song is. That other man, that's such a classic song. Any, yeah. Oh, it's so great. Anybody yeah. could, anybody could cover that and put like a crazy spin on it. But you can't wreck that song. It's so good. I think you probably could. You could wreck it, it but you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Like, those guys, like, I was like, yeah, yeah. The, the vocals aren't as good. It's not my favorite version. But yeah. when I heard it, I was like, yeah. that's objectively awesome. Yeah, it's pretty like, awesome. Like, anybody does that song. The solos are great, yeah. too. I can't remember who sent that one in. That's excellent. Again, I didn't keep track, but that's one of my favorite ones. Wow. Out of the ones we went over. The outro vocals, too, it's like they put their own spin on it, but they totally have the totally yeah. have the spirit of the song, which is like kind of important to me that you, you know what I mean, you keep that feeling in there. Yes.
It's awesome. Yeah, really good. Mm. That's cool though. They had their own spin. It's a little bit heavier. Yeah. The drumming. Yeah. I don't know. They did. That's a really, really, really solid cover. I think. That's amazing. Yeah. Next track. Next track is Flash of the Blade. Yes. By a band called Rhapsody of Fire. Ooh. So they're an Italian symphonic power metal band. And this is like way, way over the top, but kind of in a good way, an entertaining way. Time changed by the great play, and your heart to go up a No, see, like Bruce is Bruce with like the operaticness of his voice, his operaticness. Yeah. I don't know if that's a word, but yeah, they do like Maiden. It's even more production, lots of keyboards. There's like keyboard choir vocals yeah. in the background there. It just sounds really like shiny yeah. and like produced, but like uh, it's awesome. It's fun. That's such a great yeah and underappreciated song too, eh? Flash cool. of the Blade is, is underappreciated. Yeah, and yeah. when you put this kind of production on it, it really yeah. sounds like a power metal song. It's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I and love that. The solo is the same thing. It's like the vocals are, you know, he's even more operatic than Bruce. So this, like, starts out, they kind of sounds a bit like a clone of the Maiden solo, but then it goes way off the rails, and it's really cool. Like, I just get a kick out of hearing this. pretty cool that is awesome so that's a really cool that's deadly yeah. he's like putting twice as many notes in there they're awesome this is like maiden covered and gone over the top mm. which i'm okay with yeah <laughs> it's, it's a fun cover. you know what? i'd love to get plowed and go to one of the concerts with just people doing that like that would be so oh, much power fun any of the power metal band any yeah. of it sabaton oh man put your <laughs> earbuds in and just get just get plastered yeah and just have a laugh Oh, man, you don't care about the nuances, then you're not sitting there trying to pick it apart. <laughs> you yeah. just get washed with the energy of the yeah. performance. Now, then again. A lot of fists raised in the air. How about, like, we're sitting in a coffee shop. We got soul patches. We're like, we got shades on. Like, Is this going back ones, to your uh, and we're acoustic like, version? <laughs> yeah, and we're like, we're like sipping tea, and then the guy's playing Wasted Years on, like, one of those big, long Indian guitars. <laughs> you know, we're, we're sitting there going, like, and he's got bare feet. And we're sitting there going, oh man, this we is... all snap our fingers when you're yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, we're all no, we're doing jazz hands. We're doing we're waving because we don't want to trigger anyone. So that was the last one on our list. Yeah. Since okay, so I made this list of songs. Mm. Sent the list to Josh. You listened to the, all the songs through. I made yeah. you a playlist. So we listened to the music mm. so we could listen to this. But since yeah. I sent you that, I have another one to add to the list, which yes. you haven't heard before, which yeah. I'm gonna play for you now. Okay. The story behind this one is 
I was out in my shed. My neighbor Brian down the street came Your over. Your neighbor Terry? No. <laughs> Terry came over? No. My neighbor Brian yeah. lives down the street. Oh, I hear all about Brian all the time. Brian this, Brian that. Brian's got a cover <laughs> that you never knew about, Josh. Okay. <laughs> um, so we were out in the shed drinking beer and doing whatever and listening to music. Yeah. We were talking about Maiden, and I was telling him about the covers and stuff. Yeah. And then he played me this song. And it kind of, I don't know if it was the state of mind I was in, but I was, it kind of like blew my mind because it was like, I don't know if it counts as a cover really. I'll play it for you and then you can judge, but it's like, it's very Maiden related. So I'm going to go into this one. It'll eventually come back, I promise, to Iron Maiden. So this is a band called Godspeed, You Black Emperor. And they're a Canadian experimental music collective from Montreal. Okay. <laughs> so it's 18 minute long song. I'm going to give you an overview of what happens in this track. Um, and it does tie into Maiden. So it starts out as like this moody instrumental music. And it starts to like bring in this rambling from a guy who they interviewed on the street. So they found this random guy in the street. And yeah. he's just like ranting. And they record his like rant. He's like basically ranting at them. Yeah. They're asking him questions and he's answering. And he's just mm-hmm. like going off. And they just lay this over the music. So you can hear it's like this moody music. Mm. And this is an actual interview from this guy on the street. Um, so it's in 18 minutes, the music like builds and builds and builds and then drops. And then this guy that they're interviewing on the street who's ranting about the government. And as the music gets more intense, the guy's like speech gets more and more like intense and like frantic sounding. Yes, I do. I own a high-powered assault rifle. I own a, a 12-gauge double-barrel shotgun. I own a regular shotgun. I own a regular hunting rifle. I own a 9 millimeter, a 357, a 45 handgun, a 38 special. And, and um, I own an M16 fully automatic round assault rifle. And it goes on and on. It's getting dark. Yeah, and it gets very dark. Yeah. And the guy gets darker and darker and just starts ranting and more, more and more frantic. Yeah. And then finally, towards the end of the song, you're like 15 minutes in at this point, and the music just like swells and then drops out, and you hear the speech, and then it swells and then drops out, and it, it gets really intense. And the, like the guy's speech is getting really intense. And then he asks if he can read this like poem that he wrote, and this is his poem. No way. Things are just going to 
get worse, we keep on getting worse. Like I said, America's a third world country as it is, and we're just basically in a hopeless situation as it stands. Would you mind reciting your poem for us? Not at all. I don't see why I should. I don't see why I couldn't. There's an evil virus that's threatening mankind. It's not a state of the art, it's a serious state of the mind. The bug is the backstab, is the two-faced to lead a menace to society, a social disease. To brainwash the mind is a social disorder. The cynics, the apathy, one up and chip order. Watching beginnings of social decay, gloating and staring at life's disarray. Eating away at your own self-esteem, pouncing on every word that you might be saying. To attack someone's mind is a social disorder. The constitution, the government, martial law order. Superficially smile and shake of the hand as soon as your back is turned treason is planned when every good thing's laid to rest by by the government's hate by the constitution and their lies and every time you think you're safe and when you go to turn away you know they're sharpening all their knives all in your mind all in your head try to relate it all in your mind all in your head try to escape it without a conscience they destroy and that's the thing that they enjoy there are sickness that's in all of our minds they want to sink the ship and leave the way they laugh at you and me you know it happens all the time but it only happens in your mind the rats in the cellar you know who you are or do you watching beginnings of social decay Say a recognizable lyric. Blaze does a better version. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta be honest. That's so. Yeah, he, that's he creepy he, as hell. Yeah. So it's anyway. Yeah. In the state of mind I was in, in the cat, in the shed, yeah. <laughs> sitting around with a bunch of lava lamps. Yeah, with your and best we, friend Brian. <laughs> and then he, he blasted this. We yeah. played it really loud, and I just listened to the whole eighteen minutes, and yeah. it, listened to the guy rant, and oh his rant's gosh. getting more intense. And then that came in. Yeah, but three or four lines in before I. But it was three or four lines in before I realized. Yeah. what he was reciting and I was like yeah. oh man I was like now I know why you played this for me because at first I was yeah. like this is kind of a very creepy disturbing song Yeah, but like it, in case anyone doesn't know the because some people maybe aren't that mm. familiar with some of the Blaze stuff especially this non-album track by Blaze Bailey There's a, it's a song Virus is the poem that he's yeah. reading it's the lyrics to Virus which was on Best of the Beast The back is turned Treachery is planned So that's virus. Yeah. And the part of the all in your mind, all in your head is yeah. this part from this song. Gives you a different take on that song completely. So this guy, yeah, if you go read these lyrics like a poem, like this guy yeah. did, it's very, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, it was, it's it's a very disturbing wow. song, and it kind of blew my mind when it all came together, and I was like, so you know. so that 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 track, that long yeah. song with this guy ranting, you know, did, who who did that? And where it's was that? Godspeed, you Black Emperor. They're like yeah. a band from Montreal. Yeah, yeah. and they, did they know it was an Iron Maiden? They know, well, they they did because the, the name of the song is Blaze Bailey Finnegan the Third, and that's the name of the song. Yeah. But if you look it up online. Uh, it's on YouTube, and it's uh, it's, it's kind of mm. a cool listen. I don't know if that counts as a cover. Yeah. But I was talking about the Maiden covers. Yeah. And my neighbor played me this, and he's like, you, this would be right up your alley. And I was like, oh, I'm going to play that in the podcast. And I think it's it's yeah. very cool. But, like, but it gives yeah, me a different perspective intense. on virus. Yeah. It's like, very intense, I though. I didn't realize, like, I, you know, I never listened to Virus's lyrics that way. When we were going through it, yeah, I, I listened like, to That's virus. virus, but like, yeah. you know, I don't, I, I've never really noticed some of those more subtle lyrics. And I did notice a lot of the lyrics, yeah. like the, the main lyrics that Blaze is singing. Mm-hmm. But then to actually bring up the, like, I googled the lyrics yeah. and read them along with this guy when he's reading his speech, and I was like, holy crap, he's reading like, a lot of those lyrics I never really picked up on. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that doesn't really count as a Maiden cover, but it's a. Uh, Yes. Maiden related. It's very cool. A tie back. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I'll bring that up on the podcast sometime. And oh. I was like, I don't know if uh, I'll ever That's pretty disturbing. have another time to bring this up yeah. like where it would fit it's into it. pretty disturbing. Episode. I don't know if you should hang out with that guy, Brian, anymore. He sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like a total idiot to me. Brian has the <laughs> Brian best vinyl collection and the best taste in music. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Why don't you do a podcast with Brian? <laughs> why don't you just go hang out with Brian? Brian's the worst. We'll do an Angel Witch podcast. <laughs> there <with> you <laughs> go. Good luck with that. So that's episode one right on. of our covers episodes. So yes. hopefully people like them. Give us some feedback if you yeah. like these. And we've done, there's a we few other covers. here of ones to do. Yeah, we did covers at various stages when we covered albums. Yeah. We, uh, the Iron Maidens, we had them on before. Uh, yep. We did some Chinese covers when we did the Made in China episode with Luke. Oh, right. Right. Oh, I forgot all about that. So there's some, some covers sprinkled throughout. And that Lemmy cover we talked yeah. about before. Yeah. So uh, TalkingMaiden.com. Yes. TalkingMaiden.com slash talk if you want yeah. to leave a message or request a cover for us to cover. Request a cover. Don't so, call in and sing. No, do call in and sing. Oh, actually do that. That'd be funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. And anytime you want to get us and get us to TalkingMaiden.com. TalkingMaiden at gmail.com. That's right. At TalkingMaiden on Twitter and mm. I guess Google the Facebook Yeah, group. Facebook. Talking Maiden sure podcast on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Cool. Good work. These are fun ones to do. They're fun. We'll and do another one of these in like a couple months beer. or something. Yeah. Women's Film Fest beer. Fantastic. Yep. Orange sour. Love yep. it. Right on. Until next time, up the irons and down the ups. 